1: You wasn't the butt, not touch me. My own sweet dad, and it is what I thought. I recognize him for me anymore. I don't want to be defeated.
0: I don't want to be defeated. I don't want to be defeated. I don't want to be defeated. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lead Singer Syndrome. I am your host once again, as always. Shane told, I come to you live from beautiful Chicago, Illinois. It's funny how the memories come back now, not just of all the times I've played shows here, but I remember a podcast that I recorded here actually once with Steven Page. Go back and listen to that one. What an episode that was. Bare naked ladies, front man, and just an awesome dude. That was a bit different for me for this show. And today we have something. Maybe even a little more different from the huge. I speak with the one and only Tiffany. Yes, that Tiffany. Known probably most for her hit, I Think We're Alone Now, in 1987. She was one of the original 80s teen idols. Doing mall tours on the covers of all the magazines. Selling millions and millions and millions of albums and she's had an incredible career. And I got to go hang out with her, drink a little wine on her tour bus and watch her perform alongside the new kids on the block, naughty by nature, salt and peppa and even former teen rival Debbie Gibson. What a show, what a tour and what an episode. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Before we get into that, like I say every week, you can get in touch with me. I get all the emails, I read them all, I write back to as many as I can. I get a lot of emails. So feel free, jump on, let me know what you think of the show, if you got suggestions for upcoming guests, anything really you want to say, feel free. LeadSingerSyndrome at gmail.com is the email address. Be sure to hit me up on the social media at Shane Told at LeadSingerSyn at LeadSinger Syndrome on Instagram. Don't forget about our Facebook page. we got lots of things going on there. And if you want to help with the show, check out the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. Basically, for as little as $6 a month, you get access to a whole bunch of bonus content, bonus episodes. I interview non-lead singers. We have an amazing community of other fans of the show. Interaction with them, interaction with me. We do meetups all over the world, like today at 4 o'clock in Chicago We're hanging out It's going to be a good time So yeah, all I ask is that you check it out The link, com Slash all access Because That's what keeps this thing going Every single week So check it out, and thank you To all my sinners worldwide Another reminder I'm on tour all summer With my band Silverstein We're supporting August Burns Red for their 10-year anniversary tour of their album, Constellations, and I'm having a blast. Just about two weeks in, we got a lot more of this tour left. We're playing pretty much all over the US and Canada, so go get a ticket, and if you see me at the show, feel free to say hi. Say, I love your podcast, man. I love hearing that, and uh, I just like to talk to people. So check it out, AugustBurnsRed.com. Hey, probably find tickets there, or just, you know, Google it seems to work pretty well all right well it's time let's get into it and my conversation with tiffany (laughs)
1: That's cool.
0: Day. Well, uh, yeah, this is super, you know, chill for the most part, and totally, you know, yeah. and I love that we're just starting off chatting. Yes,
2: I'm,
1: um, a, I'm a talker. In case you, I
0: noticed. love, I love that because whenever I do, you know, because I, I, I interview a lot of people I know. And we don't ah, know each other. So it's
2: easy, no. It, we don't. And know when each other. I don't
0: know somebody, especially over the phone, it can Google be very you, difficult.
2: I, I totally cheated. Sorry. You what? You what? <laughs> I googled you. Oh, good.
0: Well, that's good. So you know, you kind of know what this I is. Do then, no. Yeah. Nice. If I could ask you just to talk a little bit sure. more into the microphone. Sure. You got to get that that real good audio. Better, better, know? better. I think it's going to be great. So, oh, you're number two. I'm number one. There we go. So I'm here with Tiffany and. Um, this is really cool. Well, thank um, you. Uh, you're in my country of Canada. Yes. And you came from Detroit, which is interesting because I actually live in uh, a city called Windsor, which is right across the river.
2: Oh, easy. So then. I live
0: 10 minutes from downtown Detroit.
2: Oh, so you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah. And it, it easy to go back and forth if you want to. Yeah, or? it's super
0: easy. They're really oh, chill. Very yeah. cool. Very, very yeah, cool. So. Well, we
2: I came across on a bus. Yes. And of course, they're not super chill. <laughs> well, you
0: never know. It, like, it depends who you get,
2: you know? Um, well, I had a gentleman who was a fan. So oh, cool. So he actually had my old school album to sign. Really? But I mean, yeah, and we still had to get off the bus and go to, you know. He had it like with he, him? He had it with his girlfriend, brought it all the way. Yes. Yeah, like how did they know you were? She coming? Knew I, Well, they oh know that God. you're coming through. Yeah, okay. They do. Um, and we're in a big caravan, so that's there's me, creepy, Naughty by Nature, it? Debbie Gibson, Nuka Cola, Blot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're all coming through Salt and Pepper. So you know, they all know that we're coming through. Right. But yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're all kind of like. I mean, I Googled everything. You're only allowed ten cans of beer. Oh yeah. And, like certain amount of alcohol. I was like, well, that's going to be a problem.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you got a bus with twelve people or whatever. Yeah. You know, even the driver counts, so you no. can kind of add it up. So, so they we're don't on my bus, I that. have to
2: say, and there are people coming and going, just if you hear ruffling oh, in the background. All good. Yes. This is Nietzsche. She's actually delivering some red wine today. Very good. So for our interview and pre-show Game Face a little bit. Get it uh, on. Yeah, no, I've been running, running, running just as fast as I can, literally. Uh, oh, I see what you did <laughs> came there. Came from two interviews already this morning, cool. and so, yeah, but I had asked that, you know, literally, we dumped everything. <laughs> (laughs)
1: Oh, (laughs) you didn't have to do that. We dumped everything. I didn't know what
2: was happening. So I want to play by the rules (laughs) a little bit. But we were like, we have no alcohol at all on the bus. What is wrong with us? No, 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 no. I'm not a huge drinker, but it's like, it's one of those things where people take when it's off the table, you wanted more. Oh, sure. I'm like, I don't even care if I want a glass of wine today, but I just want it on the bus. So so there's that. But I actually had a lovely lunch around the corner today. So I did get to get out and I make a point everywhere I go to try to get out and walk a little bit. Take it in a little bit. So, um, and Canada is one of my favorite places. I have a lot of friends here, which I didn't get a hold of. So I'm probably going (laughs) to be in trouble. But, you know, it's I don't have so much time you know yeah. i have the show and this and that and uh-huh. so it's like it's overpowering if you reach out to too many friends you just frustrate people more than make them happy i know you can't mean, go to their right? home you can't go out to dinner you can't like it's like you want to come and look at me on the bus while i'm getting ready that's I not know, so exciting i know like
0: <laughs> i know it can be tough but yeah it's just yeah and and especially like every day like some days when you're on tour and you have I mean this is an extensive tour this is not oh yeah this is this is not just tour. a couple of weeks this is
2: no this is a big deal a and big deal I came off of a tour before this so I've been right. touring literally almost two years and before this and that's the this. thing
0: it's like some days you just need a day you just need a day but I'll,
2: you find that on tour your days are I'm gonna stay in bed mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch Netflix or <laughs> on, you know whatever on demand yes and I'm gonna go and do all the things that the girls out there listening you know when you think you're going to do facials or massage right. or nails or even your hair, that's like a luxury thing. No, this is part of my job now. It sounds right. ridiculous, but I'm well, like, I'm so about, like, I've got to go clean up and I've got to do this. And so yeah. they become appointments and it just becomes more crazy town, you know, yeah. of to do's on the list. So I, I'm already planning a vacation right now. <laughs> I love being out here. It's amazing. It's not that strenuous, but. It is every day. Every yeah. day, every day, every day. You don't really have your own time. You have your stuff that you have to be there for. So I am looking forward to sitting on a beach somewhere and turning my cell phone off. Perfect. Just for right? a minute before i go to the uk and i say a minute i really do mean like 15 20 minutes because (laughs) we have from this mixtape tour we go to the uk for a month yeah i do all the the festivals there all the stuff to work the new album pieces of me then i come back and i literally two days later after i land here start three months of a of a uk tour for myself pieces of me it's i feel like that's kind of
0: good and kind of exciting though because you've been doing this a long time
2: I can't complain and you haven't
0: you've been you know you've been making music the whole time but you haven't been go 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 like this the whole time
2: uh, so well, I have you been must for feel a little bit, bit of a for resurgence about, For two years, yeah I mean, yeah, behind yeah. the scenes sure. we, I have been pounding the pavement and stuff So yeah. even before I got to the mixtape tour I kind of felt like I needed a nap mm-hmm. And I should have taken a nap But I really didn't You know, I went to and did a bunch of promotion It's all about the new music for me yeah. Getting the message out there Living the new music I have a full band um, People don't probably even know what I can do Which is right. awesome So that's why we're working really hard. So even on this tour with the mixtape, I'm getting up in the morning doing promotion, radio, everything, doing all that stuff. And I'm, you know, more than anything, I'm very excited that people are really open to it. It's great. They're like, you know, getting the singles and they're like, Tiffany, Tiffany, what? That Tiffany? Right, right. What's happening here? But, you know, the... I get all the reports on my email about the new album and the good the bad the ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm very much in the know. <laughs> and it's great to hear them say really good stuff actually.
0: It is such a different world now though, oh, right? I, know. Uh, I mean just even just from a couple of years ago let alone yes. since you know 1987. It is it is crazy. And what I love about this tour you're doing and you're playing you know, you're playing the Air Canada Center or what do they call it now? Um, Scotiabank Arena. They just changed
1: yes, the name last they year. they did just change the name. So, you
0: know, this is the home of the Raptors, NBA champs.
2: Yes. Um,
0: I hope Joey McIntyre's is not going to wear that Bruins jersey on stage.
2: I don't know what's going to happen. He can't. He
0: can't do it. They eliminated I, the Leafs.
2: We were supposed to, <laughs> we've been locked out of the Raptors dressing rooms. Uh, because, Oh, yeah, because of know. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah well, because they're, The bomb right now. I mean, that's congratulations, guys. You know. So I mean, you know, they. I think they like locked off that floor. Right. So as a just a person coming to have a show here, it's like, well, that floor is not. It's not available to you. I totally get it, and I totally get it. But a lot of people were like, oh, that was the floor that was easiest for catering, and this and Uh that, and so uh, it's kind of reworked our world a little bit in the venue, but. When you win and when you're yes. on top of your game, you can pick and choose what yes, you want. Yes, no, right?
0: I saw, I saw jo- I saw you and, <laughs> and Joey you on stage for it together. Really, really
2: hard. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah, congratulations, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, well, you know, I see Joey on your Instagram. I see Joey I know, McIntyre and you wearing the be, Bruins jersey, and I'm he's not like, going to
2: be happy, I'm sure. But you know, hey, <laughs> um, but
0: but my my point of my question, I guess, is that you know this is not a little club tour. We're right. talking about arenas. Yeah we're talking about you know serious venues and what's cool about it is the new kids on the block opened for you
2: I know when was
0: it in 1990
2: great and um, now all the these in the 80s in the late 80s. 80s. Oh, late yeah. 80s yeah and,
0: and you know it's, it's come back full circle and you're still here and everyone's happy and healthy and I know. it must and just be such doing. a trip, you know? I mean, that's
2: the biggest thing is that, you know, celebrating 30 years, but loving still what we're doing. I mean, it yeah. is real. It's genuine. Yeah. You know, I'm here and I'm like, you know, I wish I had a vacation day and I wish I could go get my yeah. nails done only because I want to present the best to my fans and be in every meet and greet and every picture shiny yes. and all that because it matters. And we are really celebrating 30 years yeah. of the fans. You know, mostly. These people have been with us from beginning to end. Do you have any people
0: showing you photos of when you met them?
2: All the time. That must be
0: such a trip. That's why
2: I want my hair and makeup (laughs) and my nails. Because back then it was not good, I will tell you. (laughs) I'm always like, oh, and I do. I sign over my bad hair or, you know, what, Uh, if if I'm all goofy and what I wore or something, I make it you know point to like sign over the middle of the photograph just because i'm like oh what was i thinking well that i'm day? sure
0: those people have the same reaction to their own photo oh, too no, we laugh
2: about it all right. the time yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing they're like look at us now. and it here's the amazing thing though i have to say most people that are like well all people to be honest with you they're all showing me photographs of back then and now and we look better now Yeah, we do. We look like we own ourselves much more. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, comfortable in our own skin. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Having the time of our life, happy to be here, happy to be reminiscing about old school. You know, representing old school, uh, which I love. There's like this, I don't know, this charge in everybody that I can't really explain. But it's it's amazing to see it.
0: Totally. I oh, drop my mic. I totally, uh, <laughs> I totally, drop. I totally love that. And you know, another person on the tour, Debbie Gibson, it, you know, she's here, and you're doing all these things together. And over the years, you have, but back in the day, the media made it seem like you were oh, that we rivals. Hated each other. And it, I love yeah. that that it's come now that you are actually, you know. Good friends, if not you know, seemingly best friends in terms of entertainment. Friends, I mean, you know,
2: Deb gets me; I get her. We're totally different, Um, and I think that's the cool thing about it, you know. Um, But no, we're completely different. I'm more of a renegade, kind of like off the cuff, yeah, fly by the seat of my pants kind of hippy dippy chick, you (laughs) know. Um, And she is much more. um, Well, she's learning to be a little bit more. Free flowing, okay. but I mean, you know, she's Maybe come from a, a different a, past well, where it's Broadway. A exactly. lot of like, you know, you have to be very disciplined. You, it's the same thing every day, and that mm-hmm. is a total different task. Well, it's really than, like that I know, you know,
0: like it was the first. Uh, West Coast, East Coast rivalry, you know, it was. like the, like the know. rap battles. <laughs> and
2: I am, i think we're representing she's New York pro- and like you're perfectly. California perfectly. Yeah, I love New York. Yep. You know, when I go there, like even I went there when I was 18, and I started doing the New Inside album. And at first, I really struggled. Everybody was so forthcoming, um, very honest, brutally honest, uh, make it happen kind of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. L.A. is not that. L.A. really is a jive-talking kind of town that you'll talk to somebody for two hours and then realize halfway through none of this is ever going to happen or it will happen in front of you as they step away to talk to somebody else like you just see yeah. them drop you like it's hot um, then that's just very <laughs> la uh, promises promises that are never gonna happen beautiful people you know a lot of perping going on um, you know and it's just it's it's a different it's a networking kind of town mm-hmm. it really is show what you got and all that kind of yep. stuff and schmooze people where New York is really a little bit more talent it's still networking but it's a lot of just pounding the pavement yeah um, and being honest and being who you are and finding who you are so i guided towards that way more when i was 18 even though i struggled through the tears and the awkwardness and everything once mm-hmm. i got it i was like this is a gem right. i just rather be told yes yeah. no what you want from me this can happen or not i but don't need that's that i don't need the crap in the music industry totally. although it's all crap in-
0: <laughs> but that's got that's got to be got to have to do with the way that it started for you at such a young age when well, yeah. you you know love and I'd love to go back and talk about that because you know y- you were what fourteen when you got discovered and maybe not even
2: no, and I was I was singing professionally already when I was eight, yeah, and opening up. Right. By the time I was nine and ten, I was opening up for Mickey Gilley, Johnny Lee, yeah, uh, Hoyt Axton, on and on. on country music, right. uh, And that's what was played in my household, and that's kind of what we followed. Little Richard, Jerry Lee, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, all these people I opened up for just as a little ten-year-old girl. Yeah. So I had quite the experience. Exactly. And, you so- know, I mean, I knew what it was to be a musician already to be i was kind of spoiled in the sense of i saw them have their families their careers the dogs on the road the bus the kids yeah. everybody just rolled out of the bus and you could have it all well really at that time especially for pop music as i started in pop music mm-hmm. that was not obtainable that was like a no 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 so i was already coming with you know ideas of Grandeur, Like, I can have a family, and I can have this, and I can have it all. And then I got stuck in the pop world, and it was like, no, you have to look a certain way. Okay. You have to do this. and So it's been quite an education to get to where I'm at now. um, And to have the luxury that I have now with all the people on the road with me, to be able to... I was just discussing this earlier in one of my interviews, to be able to have the personal life that I've had. Which I think, again, Deb and I, going back to that we've nurtured that personal life and that's why we're still standing 30 years later and we're very confident in who we are. Yes. We love our music and it's because we've been able to live both lives and yes. grow as artists and not be, you know... Totally. Um, we didn't allow ourselves to be put in a box, but even though the industry may have done that. They
0: did. And, and, and my... To, just to get back to kind of what I wanted to ask you, you know, and how you prefer this New York style... Um, Tell me to my face what you yes, think of me. Much better. Part of that is because I think you're so young that everyone's trying to shelter you, right? Your manager's yeah, trying to shelter you there, or your, or your parents are trying to shelter you, or, I mean, you divorced your parents. You know, it was really crazy. I didn't
2: divorce my parents. Well... I, tr- I tried to, like... You, you tried. <laughs> well, I didn't... You know, that's the whole thing is that, you know, I think that was the biggest thing that I learned about being a celebrity is coming from a family that is, you know, a little dysfunctional, mm-hmm. didn't know how to communicate, um, and then all of a sudden you have, you know, the rise to fame, you have all this paparazzi outside, yeah. and we don't know how to even communicate. So, for yeah. me... I was on the road, I had the label, I had a manager, I had fans now, I have expectation, Mm -hmm. uh, things that I have to do every day, uh, mall tour, all of this kind of stuff, and then I go home to Complete chaos. So for me, I just was saying, can I just go to some place that actually be safe, quiet? Which was my grandmother's house. Yeah. So of course, I wanted to go and live with my grandmother. But my mom, and some people will understand this. You know, when you have an addictive personality, my mom was an alcoholic. She guided to me. I was the eldest. She depended on me. Um, I was kind of her counselor, her fall guy, all of it, you know. And she just didn't want to let me go. It was just that simple. She didn't really want to, you know. She didn't trust my stepfather getting back in a marriage with them because they were separated before I got my Mm -hmm. record deal. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't know about her own addiction and where she was and all of that. So it was very easy to to keep me um and you know at the time i was just a kid so all i'm wanting to do is be where it's safe and sound and where i know i can be functional really more than anything so you know i was fighting for that and somebody had mentioned to me emancipation yeah that you could go and live with your grandmother and if you petition right it seems so easy and the next thing i know i'm in this big battle with my mom and my dad yeah. and all kinds of stuff and all this ugliness coming out of nowhere from my family part true part not yes um you know and that's where i probably learned right off the bat wow i'm a public figure wow people are going to say a lot of stuff and add to the story even though they don't know just because it seems like they can get 10 minutes of fame and how hurtful also this can be in the public eye where you know you never want all your stuff, your dirty laundry out there. That was never my intention to hurt my parents or anything, or to be perceived as a girl who'd gotten too big for their britches and just didn't want her parents. It was it was way deeper than that. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, I never have really spoke about it because you know, again, that would be telling more things about my parents. And I thought that at that time, that wasn't the right thing to do. So I kind of kept quiet all these years, but yeah. that's the long and short of it. It was just really me wanting to go and spend time with my grandmother where I felt nurtured and I could carry on the things that were expected of me right. from laborers and managers. Because, you know, even at 14, I had people in my life who were like, too bad. This is a, this is business. I, we don't care that you're 14. We're not going to coddle to you. We, you know, my my manager mm-hmm. was from New York, so there was no coddling for Tiffany at all. I've actually had a very straightforward, do or die right. career, and um, you know, and that's been painful at times. You know, yeah. because I was just a kid trying to work it out. But I think I learned the industry. I learned the respect of the industry, and I learned you know that. It's your career, and you got to be, you know, there, present as yeah. much as possible, and you, pers- you know, you persevere through the hardship no matter what.
0: Well, it sounds like you were pretty mature well, through I'm all of this. Trying to be, I'm like, growing mean, up as we
1: speak. <laughs> right, I know,
0: right. You, it, that's the thing, though. It's funny, and, and I mean, I guess, I guess, I do want to ask you. You must, I don't know if you feel like this or not, but do you feel like you missed out on? You know oh, the I typical. Don't I, no, no, no. Or at you, all. you feel like what you gained and what you what you experienced made up for all. Yeah, I mean, what you maybe. Is, this
2: has been my life. This is what I. have right. Wanted to do since I was a little girl. Because you always so see it. It's, I it's, never it's, think if I missed out on something. Oh, good.
0: Because you know it's such a cliche thing to happen in a movie where someone wishes they were. I wish I was famous, and then they there's like one of those. You know. Oh well, this would have happened, and then you're right. like, I just wish I was a normal high school kid again you know and like that seems no. like something that they is more in the movies than Absolutely reality I but don't you don't want to be
2: that. a normal high school I don't think I was ever a normal high school girl anyway I mean singing has been my blood since I was a little girl yeah. I mean I drove my family crazy literally <laughs> they were constantly shoving cookies or ice cream or something to try to make me shut up because I was singing all the time I mean even here I'd be performing in front of us my mom couldn't have a conversation with her girlfriends Right. we couldn't go to the store I mean it, even <laughs> the car I would be leaning out the back seat and turning towards you know the back window and performing for all the people on the freeway Yeah. Um, that's just what I did I love music I still love music I still am that weirdo really it's great though (laughs) you will find me at the back of my bus performing and singing to (laughs) Stevie Nicks and who knows what else Um, but I mean yeah it was so funny because um, my bodyguard he's left now to go back home for just a minute but he'll come back he's one of my dearest friends his name is Armando and he's trained me he's a trainer and he's trained me for playboy and all these other things yeah. so he does security for me but it was so funny because we were out here and um we were listening to Ann Wilson um do the tribute to Led Zeppelin you know and so he had it up and it was like early in the morning a couple of days ago mm-hmm. and you know i love ann wilson's voice she's an amazing singer her range is amazing i get the best compliments when they say you remind me of yeah. And, and I smile like ah, that's like the best thing to say to me so she was sitting these notes you know and I I don't know I was making coffee or something it literally was like 10 o'clock in the morning everybody's still trying to wake up and all of a sudden I went I hit one of those notes and I just wanted to see if I could do it right. and Armando looked at me he goes oh my <sighs> and I go, I'm so sorry that I scared you. He goes, well, that came out of nowhere. I go, well, I know, but it's always in your brain. Yes. The music's always bubbling in your skin. You know, it's always. I'm always thinking about music and thinking about how to rise to the next occasion or listening to somebody like Ann Wilson going, could I hit that note?
1: She's amazing.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm always aspiring to be better. And um, it was so funny, his reaction the other day. I was like, I'm so sorry. But, you know, I mean, it just comes out of you out of nowhere. The same thing with writing songs. I could be doing yeah. something in the middle of a conversation with you go, Hold on, I'm so sorry. Sure. Uh, oh, oh, hold on, something's coming through. It's like a weirdo that, you know, is like channeling something. But, I mean, it's great to be living in the music so much. I don't mm-hmm. think I got that in the 80s. You know, I was touring. I was around musicians. But I had you know a different life then now it's I really am a musician I'm constantly absorbing constantly learning constantly meeting other people that I could work with or just it's cool to know them it's cool to talk the talk with them and be a part of their vibe and to be valid that's amazing to me
0: yeah I think it was it was you know the biggest change that happened between you know when you started to when um, you know like you know let's say the 10 year period there it was like Oh well, there were cassettes, and now there's CDs, and it's like now you think of the ten year period. It's like there's new shit all the time happening. You have, if you want to be, you know, uh, uh, not even successful, but if you just want to exist. You need to constantly be looking around, seeing what other people there's are so doing, asking questions, yeah. figuring it out. You know, there's.
2: I've learned so much um, with being an independent, running my yeah. own management, company, yeah. you know, company now. Um, having my own label, go on then records. Um, of course, I have a team of people, but you know, it's amazing now how to work those records. The new album pieces of me. Yeah. I mean that is all about. It's great to talk about music, but it's better to it it's better to like (laughs) represent so i'm a big advocate of yeah it's really great to like show up to radio and talk about music can we do an acoustic thing can i sing oh cool can i sing can a lot of artists don't want to do that no i rather sing to you than talk to you yeah i mean because that's what i do i'm a live artist that's what has always worked for me wonderful um so i'm singing all the time even on the mixtape tour i've meet and greets here on the bus we do pieces of me we do the new material they get an acoustic set oh you do it right here we do it right here, right here. With, yeah. Cool. I, I throw out some cocktails and I always have, <laughs> it's the funniest thing because I do a meat and cheese platter wherever I go. Right. Usually that's just my jam. I always do that for the band when we have Airbnbs and I cook a lot for my band and I, I right. try to have yeah. like a lot of down home food vibe so I always put the you know the meat and the cheese out and cocktails or whatever but we call it pieces of meat <laughs> <laughs> so we're really running with this title but um, and everybody gets a kick out of it you know but I mean it's amazing that they get to see you know the performer that I am yeah. I mean that's having this new material and writing on this album and then continuing to write here on the bus because we have a little mini studio in the back. Oh, nice, nice. Um, and, you know, I have the right people around me still. Yeah. You know, my band is here. My producer is here. Why not continue to grow and write music? Um And I think that's what people don't really know about me is what a musician I am. I'm constantly, you know, I love the hair and makeup part of it. It's much needed. Um But... <laughs> I really love the studio stuff. I love the writing songs. I love jamming well, with the band. All of that kind it's, of stuff.
0: It's also awesome these days that you can do that and you can just have a studio in, in literally in the. Oh, uh, it's amazing. Back of the butt that never ha- wouldn't happen in you know eighty seven.
2: Well, I mean, there, there was always things, but you have to take it to a massive studio. Yeah. I mean, here we're still. i um, we're, we're going to Rockfields in Wales, um, where Bohemian Rhapsody was recorded, where I recorded right. part of Pieces of, of Me, the new album, and there's such so magical. I highly encourage you to go there and take a trip with your band and go and record there because it's amazing. I mean, it's out in the pastures, but to just lean against against the piano that Freddie Mercury wrote Bohemian Rhapsody is not a bad start to your day. I'm just saying.
0: So, (laughs) if the
2: walls could talk in there (laughs) and you can feel it and that's my favorite place to record. So, we're going back this summer.
0: You know, it's true and you know, there's a lot lost in recording these days, and I've, you know, I heard, I think it was one of the Drake uh, songs, there was an interview the producer did where he literally recorded recorded it in, a like, a bathroom of a H- oh, yeah. Holiday Inn Express. It's
2: crazy, isn't you it? You know,
0: because somebody was in the main, like, yeah. room, and he recorded this thing in a bathroom, and, and it became, you know like a number one song. Well, it works.
2: I mean, we can write and put our demos together here. I would probably not do my vocals here. But I mean... But you everything, could. You know, you that's, could. The, that's the you crazy really could part. You if you wanted to. It's,
0: it's like... But I feel like there is a little bit of magic gloss. Like, I think it was... I was just visiting my parents and they were watching... You know, my parents, you know, they're getting older and they, they sit in front of the TV and they watch all these shows. I'm getting a little off track, but like every time... There's, they know so much more about... Cool TV shows than I do. Yeah. So I'll be like, I, and I'll always try to beat them out. I'll be like, oh, I heard about this show. I it's on HBO. It's called. Um, it just came out. It's called Barry. And and they're like, oh yeah, we watched. Yeah, first dun, season was great. Dun, dun. Second I mean, season's a little know? slow. Mo- yeah, like. But but they were watching this documentary and it was about Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. And how they recorded um that song The Boxer. Oh, you know yeah. the lie la lie yeah. and then there's that sound that's like. Mm. And they had to move like an entire, you know, studio with reel-to-reel machines yes. and a console into this church oh, to hit crazy. this thing with this thing to make this sound. And, of course, now I'm sure any little tiny, you know, th- producer that can oh, make yeah. a record in a bathroom would be like, oh, that sounds sure. And Bing, they could beat yeah, it. Here you we know, we
2: this, so, this button right here.
0: Right. So anytime, you know, there's something – That can be inspiring, like Freddie Mercury's piano, or anything at all that you can grab onto. That's like, okay, a real moment I think is special and I think is important. It's just a
2: vibe. You know, I mean, all of those are different stories, but like that vibe of you could feel when I go to Rockfields, I can feel the hardship. I can feel Uh, the what's next. I can feel the energy of the excitement of we know we've got it in the bag. I can feel. All of these things, you know, and it you just can't really put your finger on it. Um, and I'm addicted now to that process, especially now staying and having a residency like for a week there yeah. where no one does anything else but music. Is there something to be able to roll over and create music, um, create until four in the morning? you know to go ah, that wasn't right yesterday let's go back and redo it and there's no pressure and everybody is present nobody's thinking about watering their lawn or you know <laughs> running to the bank or anything like yes. this in real life cuz that's yeah. what we do even in the studio in nashville i've got people go i got to be out by 4:30 I've got to be out by yeah. 6 I've got to do yeah. you know and that's cool but i can't tell you that the music process and the creative process is going to stop by 10 to 6 I don't know about that. I know. We might, had we went another 45 minutes, tapped into something amazing. Sure. And I don't like those restraints now. Nope. You know, I have to say, my producer, Mark Alberici really is the one who kind of put me into this mindset. Um, and and once I tried it, that's it. I'm forever like, this is it now. <laughs> uh,
1: totally. So I'm very
2: annoyed when we're doing sessions and people go, I gotta go. I'm like, yeah, not really gonna happen. So sorry, we're lifers here.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, it can be bad. So I, I, um, I we're already at 30 minutes. I I, um, I want to talk about, I think we're alone now. And I want to talk about it because you've recorded it several times. I have. it, And I want to know if for you that is. Oh, yeah, open it up. I'm going to yeah. open up yeah, a yeah, bottle yeah, of ahead, wine. Go ahead. Is that um, okay?
2: Of course Do you it want is. a glass of wine? I'll have a little bit, sure. So here's the tacky I thing love about it because we're on a bus.
0: This is a, so, oh, a Pinot Noir from. I have to
2: serve it to you in a plastic glass. Oh, I'm not because Or cup, I should say, not plastic glass. Do you want me to get that? I'll get that while you talk. Okay, awesome. I have to serve it to you in a plastic because, you know, should it go rolling all over the world, it would be bad on a bus to have glass. So we don't get real stuff. I do snag utensils, real utensils from catering, I just have to say. Um, because I just can't cut with plastic all the time but yeah there's no like you know glass or any kind of real real stuff on the bus um, that's all you know. good well it's all good but it's like I'm always like yes nice bottle of wine cheap plastic Dixie cups just saying but uh, much, much necessary Eddie my bus driver who's awesome he keeps a tidy little home and he takes care of us and gets us everywhere very safely. So I'm very happy with that. But, you know, yeah, he smacked it down. As He was like, no glass, no this, no that. I was like, all right, we're going to have a really good time up in here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we've been rolling around and talking about I think we're alone now. Um, it's. We just celebrated a million hits, a million views in a month wow. on the new video. So I'm very thrilled with that. It was awesome to go back. Cheers. I it was that awesome sound was to go. Up. Yeah, I mean, it's it was a beautiful really, sound. It was really cool. No to, time like, to let it
0: breathe. Let's cheers, just go, guys.
2: Exactly. Yes. Cheers. Thank you, everybody who's listening, for help. You know pushing over i think we're low now hopefully you were part of it um if not go check it out well um it's awesome to have like the new recording a little more rock
1: of course it a little more and sass i know
0: it. i know that you have always been Cheers, kind of baby. a rock girl yes and that you you were kind of like i don't want to say not allowed but the direction i was not allowed uh, okay yes, you weren't allowed not allowed <laughs> um to do it and the t- you did a 2007 version too didn't you <laughs>
2: Uh, well, I did a 2007 version, but that was more dance. Actually. Yeah, exactly. So this um, over the I years, feel of like course, this... dance DJs have reached out to me a million times over, yeah, which I'm grateful. Yeah. But to really be embracing. The rock stuff is what I've always envisioned for myself for a long time. So this is really oh, a celebration line. for me, and yeah. you know, and somebody who took it serious. My producer <laughs> took it serious and really didn't water it down. I've done a lot of records in between, yeah. um, then and now, and they won't see the light of day because everybody promised me, you know, it's going to be what I thought, and did it, and I got in there, mm-hmm. and then they just watered it down. Mark didn't do that so now I'm very excited to have Pieces of Me and the new recording that yes. I think what I now. think
0: is cool is that you can your voice has obviously it's been a long time your voice has gotten better but your voice hasn't changed that much you still sound like not Tiffany not really
1: yeah you know isn't that
0: cool
2: I well because there's a
0: little like like that's I mean not to say that's scary but I'm a singer myself too and if I woke up tomorrow and didn't sound like me. Right. That's not good. Oh, that's right? not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's I not mean, gonna I, work.
2: I'm a vocalist flat out and a live artist completely. So I have nothing to bring if I'm not in full voice. Yeah. I mean I can chit chat and I you know, have a wicked sense of humor and can <laughs> hang out and sign autographs. Yeah. But people come to see me sing and that's for me the best thing because that's what I've strived to be that's what I my message has been all these years is I really am a singer um, with a range that people don't know with a heart that people don't know and you know and with a, a vision that people don't know about myself yeah. you know more of the rock side so now to get to live it you know I mean it's great I mean it's it's easy for me to sing live which is a knock on wood I'm thankful for that Yeah. Um, and the more that I have a live band around me the more I rise to those occasions, and um, that's the easy work. the The harder work is the message. Okay, more than anything, yeah. Um, getting people to get there and get their brains wrapped around it, you know. But once they get there and they see me in my band, they're like, believe they're like, oh my gosh, this is so idiot proof. Like, why haven't you been doing this all along? I'm like, well, here's the deal. I've been trying, <laughs> but I do believe that things have their time they just have their timing you know as much as I wanted it before and and Color of Silence um, from 2000 a critically acclaimed album from Billboard Rolling Stone all these wonderful things fell out of the sky it still wasn't really probably the timing it was just that first turn And then I had to wait and wait and wait. And it's been frustrating over the years to like go, oh, you know, or to even do things and then you fail or invest in people and they don't really bring it, you know, and all these different things behind the scenes that I've been going through for 10 years or more. Yeah. Um, It really is exciting now to like have pieces of me as my foundation i'm not going backwards i'm gonna keep going and pushing the envelope um the new new album even as we're writing now is um even maybe a step a little further okay um which is really cool so you know i mean we've kind of heard the response to pieces of me and what you know the industry wants and what the people want and, and i have to weigh that with what i want Because that's the most important, you know You only live once I should be doing the music I love There you go. That's it. It's just that simple, guys. I mean, I just had my best friend die yesterday. So Uh, I I... can tell you right now more and more that is going through my brain is you got to be living the life you want. And whether that's successful in the masses or successful with a few hundred people or a thousand people or just I'm singing on the bus by myself. (laughs) I don't care. Um, You have to know that what you're doing is fulfilling your heart. And that's all I'm really seeking right now, is stuff that I know that is showing my talent and fulfilling me. So it really is that genuine and real, and whenever I get compliments or, you know, a good review or anything, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nerdy, yeah, right now. <laughs> I'm very giddy, yeah, well, right mean, now, which you're, is awesome, You're though.
0: taking care in your craft, and I think it's showing, and that's, yes, you know, that's you. a really great thing. I mean, you've done, I don't want to say, I don't want to call it gimmicky stuff, but you did some gimmicky stuff. Yeah. I you did. know, like the I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, you know. Actually as, I a, did and,
2: that. Really, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. As cheesy as it sounds, yes. I actually did that because it was a challenge to get on a plane, go so far. Oh, right. Also, That's you have I've never been flying. around people that I don't know. So that was really you can't have a manager, you can't have an assistant, you can't have anybody. You walk in cold turkey literally with a bunch of strangers. Right. And I thought that that would be a good experience for me as a person because I'm getting divorced now. Um, I'm starting the next wave of my life. New music, a lot of challenges, a lot of feeling yeah. um, confident in your own skin. You got to own it. Yeah, And you got to be happy with who you are. So in a weird way, when that show came, even though it's a TV show yes. and goofy, it was going to challenge me so much that I thought, okay, if I can go to another country where I have literally no one, and I'm going to be asked to do some crazy shit. Frankly, you know, jump off bridges and do things in a way out of my comfort zone. I will have this when I come back in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and and I did that every night. I looked at the stars. There was a lot of time downtime on production, and I literally was in a different country with Australians who are lovely. But I've never been to Australia. I have now. You never at, had been. But at that time, I oh, had wow. no That's reference crazy. what they were talking been. about. So I was the odd man out, really. Yeah. And to be literally in you know, this campground where you hear baboons and you hear all this stuff. And, you're, <laughs> and it's like Hunger Games. You're waiting for them to do something really shitty to you the next day. Oh, yeah. And, or yeah. if it's not you, it's your friend, which you don't feel <laughs> even better about. You're just like, oh, my God, torture. But you know, you grow in these weird... Environments. Yeah. And every night I would sit there and look at the moon and just think of the things that I wanted to do, where I wanted to take my music, and in a weird way, grow within myself. Sure. I was so uncomfortable sometimes and so lonely at times. I spent 19 days there. But, you know, when you really are isolated, you're not eating. I mean, we have 800 calories a day. So you're detoxing. All these different (laughs) things are happening. You're challenged physically. You are come back. You're, like, just frazzled to your core. But what that does is it makes you get real with yourself. Yeah. And I knew it would do that. Yeah. And I sat there and I just kind of planned the next year of my life and planned... Owning my music and planned things that I wanted for myself, come hell or high water, were going to happen.
0: Fuck yeah, I love so this. So that's pretty great. much.
2: I got my warrior spirit in a yeah. weird way from a cheesy show. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, and the other and you did the. the <laughs> but celebrity. it was really
2: true and and real. I thought if I can do this, yeah. well, that makes sense. I can do anything on my own because I'm so out of my element. I mean, how yeah. how you know? I mean, I'm. This is me. Do or die.
0: Right. Well, you did the Celebrity Fit Club, too. I did. And that's, and that's also that the was same thing. because I, mean, I was it's...
1: fat. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: but, I mean, that's the same thing. That's, that was that's a long again, time ago. That again, was just because uh... I was
1: fat, people. Okay? I
2: was like, yes, I need that. My agent called. He was like, so, honey, I'm going to pitch this to you very lightly. And I was like, uh-huh. And he was like, so there's this show called Celebrity Fit Club. And I was like, uh-huh, do tell. He was like, well, I'm just saying. And I was like, you're saying I'm Fat, Stephen. That's what you're saying. Yes, sign me up. It's fine. <laughs> and I mean, we won. You know, we kicked ass. Right, hey, I really right. got into shape and everything. I'm a tomboy through and through, so I love the challenge. You know, and I've never really shied away from my body that it, you know... Well, the can, playboy thing, it too. It can be great. It can be not so great. It can yeah. be great. It can be not so great. I'm a regular girl, so, yeah. you know, I, I've done all the crazy diets in L.A., all that stuff, and it's probably wrecked my body, to be honest with you. You can short your immune system your metabolism with all these different crazy diets and being a product of of la in my early 20s when i didn't need to diet but i still did i did all the crazy little everything and i've noticed a big difference in my body to be resilient or resistant to all the craziness so it's just about living my life now and being active you know yeah well i mean you you seem like you've
0: been, you know, a healthy person. There's, Most important, you know, your
2: health. I mean, that's, I, yeah. seriously, I can't like say that enough. There's yeah. so many of my friends that are beautiful people and they're really struggling with a lot of different health issues mm-hmm. for one way or another. So, you know, I'm very grateful that I didn't like, you know, short circuit anything permanently, but you know, you can't play with that kind of stuff. Really. You know, you just got to do proper nutrition, being happy, um, moving your body every day. Oh, like old school stuff, you know? And that's really what's keeping me going now. And you know, I mean, I can maintain my weight now just from doing that, but you got to move your body. And you know, you know, you can't have too much luxury. I'm not a sweet person. I don't like a lot of cra- cakes or sweets or anything. My thing is mashed potatoes and gravy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you will find me with some mashed potatoes and gravy. I will slap that out of your hand in a heartbeat. <laughs> you know, it's
0: funny. So, so I've been making mashed potatoes, my mom's recipe, my whole life. And the other day, uh, I was trying to make some mashed potatoes for. So my my girlfriend works nights. So I was so I make her lunches for her. Before she goes to work, you know, and I was trying to make mashed potatoes. But as you know, they take a while because oh, you yeah. got to boil the potatoes. Yeah. So I mistimed it a little bit, Uh-oh. and I ended up having to uh, leave the house. But the potatoes weren't boiled, so I just left them in the hot water.
2: Yes, that'll work.
0: And I think it worked better. It works. And yes. I'm wondering if this is a little secret I picked up because it it's be. the best mashed potatoes I ever made. It could be. So yeah, yeah. But y- yeah, you're you're a I'm bit a of a foodie. cook.
2: Yeah. You were on a cooking
0: uh, show too. That's Wage another thing you did.
2: Um, Did you win that one, too? For, I, well, I came close. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I've, my, some of my recipes have been published and cookbooks. Right, right, right. I'm right. excited to have my own cookbook at the end of the year. Oh, for really? Cool. Just fans right now. Just a small little run is it, just is to it, test it out um, for, for the holidays. It's not a holiday-based cookbook by any means. It'll be something you can actually give. Foods? You know, Comfort food, Quick yeah. stuff. Good. Um, calorie conscious. Um, and affordable. You know, it's not like going to be some cheese that you have to Google and go out and you know. I love all of that as well, but that's not how I cook. I cook out of the fridge. I'm sure a lot of people out there will understand. Oh, I've got this, 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 and this. What can I? So it's like chopped (laughs) from you know from your fridge, Uh, which I love because that's what I do. I cook for the band all the time when we're on the road. I'm a big advocate of fresh food. Yes. I don't like to do a lot of processed. I don't like to do a lot of fast food. I just, my body can't ha- handle it. When you see yeah. me gain weight, that's what's happening is because I'm not eating fresh food. So I have to make the time to cook for myself um, and just have easy foods um, so but you know sometimes we land late at night
0: yeah it can be hard uh, I might be no pulling question.
2: from a mini mart to, to make dinner uh, that night I know uh, but I mean I think the band will tell you I pull it off pretty good <laughs> um, and I just I do I love cooking for the band so you know there's a lot of other things in the works to say about that kind of stuff. A lot of cookbooks and stuff like that coming, so stay well, with that music I, and food go to I love, it. So I love well. it. I love it.
0: I love it. So your tour manager just texted me to I think give it a little bit of a wrap up.
2: Uh, uh um, Carolyn she's <laughs> on it. <laughs> she's really sweet. She's standing outside um, the bus, I'm but, sure. But
0: uh before I let you go, um, what else to tell the people?
2: Well I mean I, more than anything, I'd love them to come to a live show. Yes. Um, to come and check out com, That will take you everything TIFF world mm-hmm. from my Twitter, my Facebook, new merch, new music. Um, and What's the... Um,
0: uh, what is that You have... Um, it's not relaxed children. Children behave. Children behave. What is, is that? We're
2: starting a- our own nation of children behaviors. Is yes. this
0: because you have um, some people in their mid-40s 50s don't acting like behave. children outside
2: no, actually it's because they don't want to behave okay. I think that we've got, like gotten to a point where we're like I'll tell you if I want to behave or not. So it's almost an anti children behave
1: from a lot of like my cheeky friends. I love it. Um,
2: Of course, on the mixtape tour, I have a lot of women that come and they're teachers and their moms or whatever. And they just love it because they're like, yes, that's the message. (laughs) Children, sit down, behave, shut it, you know, (laughs) listen to what I want, you know. So they're buying the t shirt. But really, for most of my friends, it is really about owning yourself as an adult. And going, you know, children behave, but like with a little wink-wink, you know? Yes, I love that
0: so much. I love that so much. So I have, before I let you go, I have one fan question, and it was it's kind of a strange one. Um, and so it, 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 this is what it says. it says. So I don't know if she'll want to talk about it, but there was a documentary on Netflix called I Think We're Alone Now about two of her stalkers. Right. It was pretty fucked up. <laughs> Very strange, and that must it have been was. extremely uncomfortable. Did you never, watch it? I've
2: never seen it. Good. Um, I watched a little bit of it
0: last night after reading. the same question. I
2: have to say that um, I always stand up for Jeff uh-huh. in the documentary because well, you, you obviously he's been, him, been a stalker, or I don't even want to call him that. He's been um, an overly zealous person yes. who's been with me for you know since I was fifteen, and he's. He's got Asperger's, mm-hmm. um, which is a disease. And so he gets really hyper and he yeah, gets really yeah. stuck on things and like just, oh, and he'll now share that with people. Um, so when I actually heard about some of the documentary, which I was tricked into doing my part portion because they said that they're from you know santa barbara or whatever santa cruz and and university and they're film students and would i be interested in talking of course i will yeah i'll help out anybody and then it got into uncomfortable questions and me being nice i was like okay where are we going with this you know so they got all that footage without me knowing that's what they were going to do with it okay then they put out this you know Movie, right? Um, and really, for Jeff, I mean, I want to say that you know, he's somebody that, yeah, I've I've had stalkers all my life. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I would say, you know, I actually got a little upset. I was like, well, you're taking advantage of somebody yeah. there that has yeah. a, a problem, and that's not really cool. So, you know, everybody goes. So this weird film, like you're upset that they took advantage of your stalker. I'm like, yeah, kind of, right, because right, right. he really isn't a harm. He's really not a threat, um, and you know, he's been misunderstood a lot of years. Yeah. And now I see Jeff. You know, come out on the road and stuff. and I'm like, hey Jeff, can you man this here? Can you hold my purse? And he's like, <laughs> sure. I mean, I you know, I trust uh. him. It'd, it'd be welcome on the bus. He's really not a threat. <laughs> he's just you know he's he'll drive you nuts more than anything yeah. if you don't know every TIFF memorabilia more than anything you're gonna know it <laughs> you're gonna know it and own it before he leaves the room right. so it's more than anything they go oh god Jeff's coming because he'll be like do you remember in 1986 when you did this Da-da-da. oh my gosh right. I love when you sang this and, and my friends who are my true friends they're just like they roll their eyes like girl yeah. I cannot hear about your singing we
0: call them and punishers stuff yes.
2: anymore like it's just oversaturation t- <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I, I saw that coming out, and I've really yet to watch it. I just can't really watch it. No,
0: I I, um, I, I honestly, yeah, I, I didn't cool. I didn't know about it, and I just checked it out a little bit. I kind of skimmed through it a little yeah. bit. I didn't watch the whole thing, um, and it was on YouTube, so it wasn't like a complete, you know, rip or whatever. But uh, if I were you, I wouldn't watch it. Like, no. it gave me
2: anxiety. It, yeah, it probably so would give me I anxiety. So if I was you, yeah. <laughs> but, it, I mean, you have to, like, I mean, that's... I've been in the public eye since I was 14. Yeah. So I don't really yeah. know any different. I guess. You have to like, you know, look out. and You do have to pay attention and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. I've had bodyguards around me since then and they taught me. I used to, Chuck Norris's house so I started doing like martial arts and stuff like that with Chuck Norris a long time ago and just to hear, <laughs> just to hear these guys talk about their fan base and about martial yeah. arts and about bodyguarding themselves and being in there because you know they get a lot of yeah. they get a lot of People who want to challenge them physically just to prove themselves. Oh, well, yeah. And so, I guess you know, I, mean, I, I was hanging thing. in that gang very early on in 15, 16, and seventeen. So I mean, I I heard about how to protect yourself, all these kind of. But more than anything, look around you. I, I that's advice for everybody nowadays. Look around you. Yeah. Be aware of what's going on around you. Be aware when you're driving home if there's a car and stuff. I mean, I'm very much that person yeah. now. But that's just good advice. Period. In the climate that we live in. Unfortunately, you know, you don't have to be a celebrity anymore to have people that just. Tend to you know hone on to you and and take this amazement of you you know I mean it's happening in in everybody's world in common world teachers mothers you know people that just go to the gym so you just really have to protect yourself unfortunately now yeah. not to be paranoid because you'll see me later tonight I'll be out there with the fans I know I have no yeah you reservation you. Nope. with throwing myself out there nope. you know it's part of what I do I love it I'm going to be in the moment generally people are wonderful and, and i think um, it's and you know, i think your personality and I get honestly, that off you know i get that love from them and that's what makes me mean and
0: honestly now that i've talked to you for almost an hour and met you i can totally understand you. why you've been so successful for so long and oh, i i want to thank you so much for taking thank the time you. to speak with me and
2: well, and, thanks for coming on the bus terrific. and just yeah. hanging and just flying. I braved fly, downtown
0: Toronto at 4:30 in the afternoon for me. this.
2: I know. I we're sitting <laughs> on the bus next to the, all this
1: traffic yeah. going up and down the street,
2: <laughs> and it is great. when I got up this morning to go to my interviews this morning, I went, what are we on the highway? What's happening? What did we break down? What's oh going my on? God. Because I saw nothing but traffic and it's a weird place that they have us well, sitting outside of the venue. Well, on
0: Monday just 2 days ago, 48 hours ago, they had 2 million people here oh my, for the parade. Yeah.
2: Yes, they did. And it was,
0: I was watching it on my TV and it was yes, giving me anxiety. Like I was like, did. this is fucking crazy down here. So I know. you just missed, it. if you were here on that day, <laughs> I can't even imagine you wouldn't have made it.
2: No, we so. wouldn't have made it. We came, we came last night, so it wasn't so bad. And we, yeah. you know, I'm excited about, you know, being here cause I love Canada and I'm love actually going to be back here okay. for pieces of me. So check out tiffanytunes.com, everybody. They everybody. I've got 40 dates a lot in Canada. Sweet. I'll be back here for almost a week spending time and saturating and doing some dates here and promotion and hanging out.
0: Bring just bring the alcohol next time. It's okay. As I an American know. you can bring I won't it across. Get rid of You it. can bring it oh for personal gosh. use. Everybody it's okay. will
2: be happy. my ba- my bus will be much more happier. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> a happy place to be <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, thank you so much. Oh thanks babe. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That was so wonderful. Yeah. I really, really appreciate yeah. it. Oh thank you doing so
2: much. Best. I loved it.
0: So there it is with Tiffany. What a, just a fun time and a great conversation. And it was really cool to just sit with her one-on-one on her bus, drinking wine, picking her brain. I mean, that's something that if you told me when I started this thing, I'd get to do. I would have never believed you. So I want to thank Tiffany and everyone on her team for doing this. Next week, we'll be back again. It's a good episode. I I never, I don't like to tell you what it is. I I feel like it's jinxing it or something, but it's a good one, believe me. So make sure you're subscribed, hit the button, and if you want to get in touch, again, my email address, syndrome at gmail.com. So I will leave you with a tune, and she's got quite a few bangers, but I'm going to play the re-recorded version of the classic, I think we're alone now. So here it is, the 2019 version on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love. See you next week.